Stoneman Douglas High School, Sandy Hook Elementary School, Virginia Tech University, and Columbine High School. These names have become all too familiar in American culture, and that is because of the one thing they all have in common, school violence. If you've grown up in the United States, this may well have become your normal. Sometimes it seems as though school shootings occur one after the next. When will they stop? The question has been posed many times in many different ways, but what else can be expected when many believe there's no m movement towards change? In 1999, two high school seniors killed 12 of their fellow classmates and one teacher, all in their own school. The two had actually even placed bombs in the building, but they failed to explode. Once the boys had taken 13 innocent victims, they chose to turn their guns on themselves. If you haven't heard the story, this is the tragedy that occurred in Columbine, Colorado, at Columbine High School. This event took, left the community and nation in shock. With no purpose or directed target, no one understood what could motivate two teenagers to resort to such violent acts. While many may like to argue that they know the answer, the truth is that not just one theory, from violent video games to a retaliation of bullying, could be 100% confirmed even to this day. Families and loved ones were left to mourn without answers, and the nation was left with confusion and fearful parents and students. These responses were not kept hidden, and the pain of the survivors wasn't taken lightly. Many students kept their focus on honoring their victims and classmates. Some even created a web link that connected a page with a profile of each student that passed away. Others felt close to their friends by creating grief projects. Most of all, these students ensured that their pain and the lives lost would not be forgotten or overlooked. The SWAT team did not enter the scene until 47 minutes after the massacre at Columbine. Why did it take so long? Couldn't more deaths have been avoided? The answer to this lies in the fact that the first responders at that time were actually trained not to enter the scene until the SWAT teams had arrived. Many people would see how this was probably not the best tactic, but it was the current and even improved policy at the time. In fact, when the first school shooting defined as a massacre took place in 1966 at the University of Texas at Austin, the gunman was not confronted for 96 minutes. This is due to the lack of officers at the scene, and at this time, the university did not have its own police force. Not to mention, city police departments had not yet developed SWAT teams. The officers had to turn to civilians for help. There is a common misconception that the Columbine shooting was the first of its kind, and while this is true in some sense, many disregard what actually happened at the University of Texas at Austin. Almost any modern mass shooting could be traced back to the things that occurred on this day as the beginning of this era. An ex-Marine, just hours after taking his wife and his mother's life, decided to take 16 other people's lives from the top of the UT Tower with his rifle. Though this moment definitely could be considered a spark for change, it was handled much differently than more recent tragedies. For many years, not many people spoke out about what happened. The victims weren't honored in the same way they were at Columbine. However, this could be a result of the fact that they had no model of grieving to follow. As years passed, the number of students who knew about this tragedy decreased steadily. A real memorial and tribute to the victims didn't come about until 50 years after what happened. One other misconception of American citizens is that the scale of these tragedies only take place in our country. 
While it may seem more common to those who are living in the United States, that is certainly not to say that other countries globally have not had similar occurrences. In 1996, at a primary school in a town in Scotland called Dunblane, a man killed 17 people, including 16 children. As a result of this tragedy, the debate called for the prohibition of private ownership of handguns in Britain. Though this is the sort of action many Americans are desiring, there is much debate on the way that guns should be used still. Because of this, the idea that America has not taken precautions is simply false. The United States has taken its own approach gradually, refining things as new necessary areas of attention become present. After the massacre in 1966, the United States reformed their police department in responses to such violence. However, it once, once it again became clear that the current policies in 1999 at Columbine were still not sufficient, they evolved once again. As for the school system, it began to take precautions. New policies and security measures were implemented, which were first mainly inspired by Columbine. Many schools now have their doors locked from the inside, as Columbine High School is actually locked from the outside. Local police also tend to have blueprints of schools that help them determine how to best respond. Lockdown drills were not common before this tragedy, but now almost every school in America conducts them. New police department protocols have shortened the number of deaths, and most departments now have rapid res armed response officers who are trained to immediately confront the gunmen. On the 50th anniversary of the University of Texas Tower shooting, a new law was passed that allows students at the university to have concealed carry in classes. To some, it may seem counterintuitive, but to others, this gives them a source of comfort. All in all, while school violence is not necessarily considered to be on a downward slope, each event acts as a catalyst for new change. The evolution of responses to these tragedies is a result of the different impact each one has made on society throughout the years. Though perfection may not ever be achieved, that is an absolutely no way to say that the lessons aren't learned through the pain of the people left to mourn. Through the effects of the heartbreaking massacres, it can be said that humans don't tend to change until tragedy gives them a reason to. This sad truth leaves all of us to ask the question, how many more lessons does America have left to learn?